This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I don't know why this word kept coming to me uh, for some minutes uh, a, a while ago. Kept coming repeatedly just as the worship was about to start. Hallelujah. Don't worry about Nigeria. <laughs> Glory to God. I don't need to say more than that. Amen. <laughs> Jackpa will soon stop. Amen. Don't worry about Nigeria. Don't worry at all. Whatever you see, Jesus is Lord. The Lord will show himself mighty Amen. on behalf of the nation. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, Isaiah 40, 30. Second service, maybe we'll take more testimonies. It's not supposed to be a teaching morning, but even the youth shall faint. How many youths are here? And I'm sure, hope you are not fainting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And young men shall utterly fall. How many young men are here? If there's a young man beside you, tell the person, don't follow. <laughs> Hallelujah. That your name is not there. <laughs> I like the last verse. But, thank God for but. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. They shall run. They shall walk. <laughs> when I got born again, the Lord pushed me into leadership straight away under scriptural union. My secondary school. I went straight from a member straight to the president of the fellowship. Or maybe about 200 people then. And this was a fellowship of mighty people. In my secondary school, there were guys I used to pray for three hours every day. Secondary school. I grew up in their midst. So I remember when they called my name as the president, I was scared to. I was like, ah, the, all these people. I was not preaching. I used to follow my friend who had this evangelistic anointing. His mom was a Muslim. When she just went to Mecca, came back when she was sick. He just put his hand on the mom and she got it perfectly. During the other days, my friend would tell me, at times he would just, because he came from a wealthy family, he would just switch off everything and pray for six hours alone in the house. So I remember that I went to preach in the, so I used to follow him. He used to preach and I would just follow him just to back up and support. Because I did not consider myself to be able to preach. I mean, I just got born again and I was still going to a white garment church that time then. I'm not saying anything wrong with white garment. I'm just saying that I was going to a white garment church. So at, at that time, he was preaching the class one day. Oh, have your seats. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, the way it works, if you are the one talking, you don't feel that you are standing. 
But if you are standing and you are not the one talking, it's tougher than... So that's the truth. If like, I'm, I'm not really feeling that I'm standing now because I'm talking at the same time. Are you with me? So, praise God. He was preaching in this class. So we were in SS2. And we went to SS1 to preach. And it's two before the class, SS1B or so. And then he began to preach. And I, I followed him inside the class. So when he started, I sat down. He was preaching. And there was a girl that a demon just landed on her. The whole class was listening. just got up and said, The father, you are a sinner, doesn't mean come and I went on. Excuse me. We're supposed to write biology now. And in the absence of the biology, you can't be preaching here. And my friend didn't know how to answer. I just felt something on me. That was my first time of ever standing before a crowd. A crowd of 50 people. So when I saw that it was, and the girl was on top of her voice, and the whole class was switching off from my friend, and he didn't know what to say again. I mean, she stood at, but she was just challenging him. Go to your class. You are in essence to don't come here and be preaching. Some of us don't want to. I just felt as if a kind of grace landed on me. I just got up and took my friends and I said, sit down. And I just stood up and I faced the girl. You see, Satan has gra-gra. I told you many times, he loves open show to intimidate you. That's why when you start praying about a situation, it gets worse. These are aunties, some of his aunties that you are supposed to be used to. That's why you should pray more. When he says nothing is working, everything is about to work. Yes. Yes, some people have been Christian for years and they've not understood. The adversary does not change. He is the same old serpent. No new tricks. I just faced the girl and I said, listen to me very well. In a class of 52 people, if 51 want to hear what want to say, you have a choice. You shut up or you get out. You cannot override 51 people's will. Don't use we. I said you are the only one who has been talking, who doesn't want us to hear, who doesn't want to hear us preach. The many 51 people are quiet in this class. So you cannot override the will of 51 others. So you get out or you shut up. She just zoomed and sat down like that. Maybe one day we'll talk about how to address spirit using a person without really addressing the person. You know what? I just continued preaching. That was my first time. I had no idea what I was going to say. But see, when I was through in about 16 minutes, I made an altar call in the class and this girl came out. See, we left secondary school. She was one of the pillars in the fellowship. That was the day. Satan made a mistake using her. Because Satan made God to see that she was an evangelist. Of course, God knew before, but Satan just said, he exposed himself. In what I've just said now, get used to the fact that the enemy is loud. I've told you many times. So, Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. Matthew 17. And I think the same story is in Luke 9 or so. And they brought a boy who had epilepsy. And disciples could not heal the boy. Then when Jesus came down, he said, Oh, you of little faith, for how long will I be with you? He said, bring me the boy. As the boy was coming. Now, before Jesus came down from the mountain, 
he had seizures, but he wasn't having seizures at that moment. You understand? So he followed the father John and his disciples, and they could not cast out the spirit. So when the father was talking to John, the boy was standing. But when Jesus said, okay, let him come, then he began to converse. But Jesus didn't look at that. He just said, you deaf and dumb spirit, out! Jesus understood the way Satan works. That when light is about to break, it tries to say, yeah, I've told you before, Dr. Yongitu has gone to be with the Lord. After the gospel was spreading in South Korea, he decided to try Japan. Japan have over 8,000 gods they worship. And the gospel, all the people are saying there, especially they, they just couldn't raise not even 20 people in Japan. Japanese worship anything. And when you get to God, as he was in the hotel, Satan appeared physically in the night. He said, he used to think it was an one ugly creature. He, saw, he said, he saw a king upon a throne. And some man with audacity and authority. Walked in as an angel of light and sat on and said, so you think, because I allowed you to free Korea, you want to come to Japan, Japan belongs to me, you cannot. And he said, that the glory with which Satan came into the room over, he wanted to open the window to jump. And the Lord said, if you run, you lose Japan forever. And he began to pray. Castle in the name. And he said, What is that praying? Satan began to laugh. Now you are praying. Are you, are you praying against me? He says, He said, At that point, he wanted to jump. It's not working. He said, But the Spirit of God told him, That have you read in my word that I call Satan father of lies? That when he says it's not paining me, it's not working. You are giving him the most deadly blow. Continue. That just gave him, he just continued to pray. And quote scriptures. And Satan said, okay, 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 okay. I'll kill you another day. And he left. <laughs> of course, he was like, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. There are categories of evil spirits. But is there any category that Jesus did not conquer? I, it's not my line today, but this is a very simple illustration that will help you work in spiritual authority. You see, people think that because of the four class of demons that the Bible mentioned, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, efficiencies, but against principalities, against power, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in them, no matter their title, this is how it works. Did Jesus conquer them? If the answer is yes, when you have watched epic movies and ancient movies, both in traditional, maybe Nollywood or foreign movies, maybe like Troy or whatever, all those epic movies, when the nation captures another nation, even a child can go. For instance, if you watch Glad Gladiator, I don't know if I've seen the movie. Now, when they were brought to Rome, the young boy was always going to play with the major fighter among them. He was a general, but a general captured. When you are captured and you go to the city of your captives, a little child can come and kick you. Now, other soldiers captured with you in the cell will still regard you as a general. You were their general, you are still their general, but you are in prison. But the nation that captured you will not treat you as a general. Any, but that means your rank means nothing to them. They feed all of you the same way. And when you are in prison, they command you to go out, they line you up. You understand what I'm saying? 
Why? You have been conquered. So those demonic entities, they still possess their formation, their appearance, but it means nothing to the kingdom of lights. They have been captured and conquered. That is why a little child can command the greater demon and they have to obey. In Yoruba land, you capture Eru is Eru. It does not matter what the Eru was before he came. Now here is a slave now and a slave he is. I get what I'm saying. Hope that will help somebody. Praise the Lord. So yours is not to look at ah, this one is wicked spirit ever. It will be difficult to cast out. No. There is a name that covers it all. Because he defeated all of them. Every one of them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is somebody blessed? Yes, sir. You know why I said this? One of the things that will make many people not to really receive deliverance is that they are ignorant of God's righteousness and they are trying to establish their own righteousness. They go by the name a prophet has told them that this one is a super powerful demon. So they measure the size of the demon to determine their length of fasting. It is confidence in the flesh. Did you get what I just said now? Yes, yeah, now if it is this spirit. That's why I know families who have fasted for 21 days with water only. And they prayed every night for 21 days. At the end, I told you before, one of them called me from the camp where I went to. And I said, you mean 21 days didn't do you any good? I said, this is, this is, this is amazing. This is amazing. As only that I have not seen this acrobatic you have done in the Bible. That to deal with a spirit somebody fasted for. Maybe I can understand if you are going to do missions somewhere, we are praying over the city. But that there is a demon sitting in your house and to cast that you are fasting for. So uh, let's ask a question. Why exactly did Jesus die? And when we say he paid, what did he pay for? Because here you are, you are paying. So lock up yourself or you are paying. So what the how can you be paying that much price for someone conquered? Somebody's lying here. Either he didn't conquer because here you are doing this. Stab yourself for 21 days to get rid of somebody that Jesus told us he conquered. So why did he conquer? Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But thank God that they that know their God. Remember, I'm not against fasting. We fast a lot. I'm just saying that when the Bible says you exercise authority, exercise authority. And don't plead and begin to. When it says, in my name, they shall cast out. Let your confidence be only in the name. Not what you are adding to the name. That will power the name I have to fast for seven days. No. The name will work without your fasting or with your fasting. Wherefore God has highly exalted him. He has done that already. It's the case of a policeman does not need to fast to stop your car. And he does not need to go to gym. This is very important. A policeman cannot say that I am 5.7, I'm a little short. So I'll be able to command a trailer. When I so say, ah, where are they putting me? It's around Mushi. There are many trailers there. For them to recognize me, let me enter gym for one year first. So that the bicep to come out. So when I say like this, it does not need the bicep, it only needs a uniform. If the one wearing the uniform today is tall 
and the one wearing the uniform tomorrow is short. All tra all vehicles will obey them. Yes, you know that's one painful thing when police are command you and actually when you know that you are physically stronger than them, but there's nothing you can do. Stand there, you stand there. Park here, you park there. You are very wealthy. You can even pay the guys so I stop. And they do that a lot. Both here in the foreign country, America, they flashlight stop. They put you over ask for your card and ask for things, and you have to obey them. Madam, do you mind stepping? Only a day they talk decently. Even when they were arrested, they will still talk. They still they were arrested. There's a nation I don't want to mention. Even when they want to deport them, say I see you tea or coffee. <laughs> <laughs> And that's British government. Till they, they are one, it's, you know, it's not going to happen. But they believe that you have done something wrong is one thing. Treating you badly is another thing. And it's not allowed. So even though they've caught you as a criminal, whatever, they are still asking you. There was a Nigerian guy that he fought some things. And when they wanted to report him, they kept asking him. They even gave him cake. When the man came back, he said, are you okay? Tea or coffee? He just said in Yoruba that you are mad. <laughs> you're about to send me back to my country you're asking me is it that they don't sell coffee in my country <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> glory to God hallelujah. blessed be the name of the Lord they that wait upon the Lord so what I want to look at this morning what does it mean to wait upon the Lord if this is how you mount up. So, what led me to my secondary school story? Since that time till now, I hear of pastors, it's common in America. I have burn out. How to undo burnout? I have never bought a book on so because I don't burn out. I, because of when you are young, people say a lot of things to you. I'm still very young. I began to like, when I wanted to start pastors, I started thinking that, so let me be ready for one day when burnout will happen. And after years upon years, I thought it doesn't happen to me. So some people, they, they burnt out, they left ministry for a while, came back, burn out, burn out. So when you preach many times, you burn out, burn out. And I found that that statement is not in the Bible. It is because of this scripture. They that wait upon the Lord, they don't burn out. They shall mount up with wings. Listen. Um, Jesus Kilabush. Ziskelema Rosta. I think it's in Daniel 7. When the Bible was talking about the Antichrist, the horn, the beast with the horn, he said, He shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Apart from a direct attack on Christians, one of the things that Satan can do very well is to wear you out. Yes. And if you don't have the shield of faith, it will wear you out. As you're feeling during seven days to pray for daddy, something happens to your cousin. When you pray about that, something happens to your sister. Then when you pray about something happens to you, then when you pray something happens, that's how the Lord has given you a technology. Some of the things that you are putting attention, you're just supposed to speak a word towards them. Fasting is, is a place of consecration and a place of fellowship with God. When you want to use it for events, too many events will kill you. Because how many can you fast about? You get what I've just said now. Yes, the Bible says, above all, take unto yourself the shield of faith, with which thou shalt quench all the fiery darts. 
As the darts are coming, just hold your shield. If you let the dart come, you remove this, remove, remove this, you will be worn out. And it's happening to a lot of Christians now. They are tired. They've attended mountain prayer, valley prayer, underwater, over water, everywhere. And Jesus is saying to them again, come on tomorrow here that labor. I will give you rest. Because the life you live now, there is no rest. The day togu togu. The day tija tija. I'm not saying this. So if day and night, day and night, every time, then when will this that Jesus said happen to you? When he said, come unto me, I will give you rest. That means there is a place that when you come to, you rest. And I will say, we who believe, we have entered into his rest. Part of faith at times is to look away from certain things. When you look away, they will align. Summer in secondary school, I found out that, that the way to conquer certain things is to stop praying and talking about them. Just do as if you are not aware. And after while you look there again, it has been restored. Because the most important thing Satan wants is that when you give him attention, he begins to give you direction. Then you begin to live your life every day. After him, then he does this. You pray about it, you talk about it, look for counsel about it. Then he does this and he occupies you like that forever. And for years, many have been running this rat race. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. So it is possible to run and not grow weary. It is possible to walk and not faint. That means we are talking about 17 years of work with God. You got born again a thing. Now you are 78 and you are still standing strong like Billy Graham. You are running, you are not weary. You are not fainting. But the Bible says that kind of strength, they come from waiting upon God. Please, always wait upon the Lord. What does it mean? There's no Hebrew Greek about it. Wait means wait. In Latin. <laughs> in Hebrew, in Greek, it means to wait means to wait. Hmm. Abacock chapter 2, verse 1. I want to teach you a little how to wait. I believe you should practice this regularly. And I'll be through in the next 5-6 minutes. Abacock chapter 2, verse 1. Just look at it. I will stand upon my watch. This is how to wait. It does not mean that you sit in the house and you don't go to office. What are you doing? I'm waiting upon the Lord. So, you stand at your corridor. I wait on you. Lord, I wait on you. This keyboard is tempting me. I wait on you. Lord, I wait. But you know what? It means exactly what I've just done now. It doesn't mean you won't go to office, but it means that it's an attitude. Expecting. And I will explain why. Now, look at it. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I will watch to see what he will say to me. And what I shall answer when I am approved. Prayer is supposed to be a little part of waiting. Or let me say, uh, the kind of prayer people are used to. is a little kind of, but 
there is a prayer where you are not talking. Where you are not commanding God. Where you are not dishing others to God. But in the place of prayer, you are trying to wait on what God will say. So, if you check chapter 1, Abacom complain and pray. There is something in you that many of you are not aware of. I will talk about it in a while. Your spirit man. You see, when he finished complaining chapter 1, he did what many people will not do. He said, now I have finished my own talk. Then he said, now I am not going to talk. If the old chapter 1 he was talking, he was angry about what was happening in Israel. Lord, why are we seeing evil? A lot of evil things happened to Habakkuk and he was talking. Maybe he went to a place of retreat. But after he was done saying his parts, then he said, Lord, this is part two of prayer and this is waiting. I will stand and upon my watch and set upon my door. I will watch. Ah. Jesus told them, he said, watch and pray. We pray, we don't watch. And almost everything standing, they stand on at least two legs, like yourself. Some have more legs. Two legs. Like the Bible said, we'll give ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the world. If you exalt one above other, you are already in error. People who pray warfare prayer day and night, what you will see is that they lack the word. And Satan will punish them for it. And when you are a word person and you don't pray, you will get into heresy. Did you get what I just said? Yes. Like what God created, heaven and earth. It's what two edges sword. Male and female created them. There is always one, two, two things. One and opposite. That's how God has made it. Yes. Spirit and word, prayer and word. Old Testament, New Testament. Just see this dua. He just got nature to do that. The same thing. He said, watch and pray. When you pray and you don't watch, you will miss out a lot. So Abraham prayed chapter 1, then chapter 2. Somehow this man was in the Old Testament, but he understood. He said, now we position myself. I will watch and see what he will say. Go back to that scripture. And when God saw that position, because when God sees it, he will say something. Verse 2. And the Lord answered me. It is here that the Lord gives a word. You know what? Actually, the Lord is not going to answer you when you start watching. When you start watching, you are going to actually see that the Lord has answered you. It is like, I like using this example a lot, radio. Those old radios. When you have frequency 91, 92, 93, they will say that FM we used to broadcast on one radio one time. FM uh, uh, frequency 87.9 or so. When you start turning that thing, 87.4, you can turn it to 91.1. After a while, the closer you are to that exact frequency, you start hearing it. It will be clear at the beginning. But they will get them, you will hit it. There is something in you that goes to the realm of God to search. What is in Proverbs 20? 27 or 2027. Yeah, it's 2027. Are you following me this morning? The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Ah. So when God wants to illuminate you or show you something, it is your spirit. 
you call it spirit, the Almighty God calls it candle. It lightens your environment and your eyes can see what optical eyes cannot see. Your spirit man is a candle. And everybody listening to me this morning, you have a spirit. And the Bible says, with it, God searches the inward parts. It searches. So this search, this scanning, like what you see in computer language, it happens by your spirit. When there is a situation and you are praying, your spirit goes up and is searching. What is the Lord saying about this? At times, it takes time for the search to complete and get something. I get what I'm saying. Now, here is the point. The more you go by what I've just shared with you now, the easier it becomes by the day. There can be progression in your spiritual growth. At the beginning, it might be difficult. It's a spiritual training, what I've just told you now. You see, when they first of all asked for a situation in Babylon, Daniel chapter 2, and nobody could give the meaning. Daniel fasted for three days with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the Bible says, in the night, the vision was revealed to Daniel. He was at a level then. When Daniel grew a little more, in chapter 4, King Nebuchadnezzar told Daniel the dream he had. And the Bible said Daniel was quiet for one hour or two hours. He was just quiet. Searching. Then he said to the king, this is the meaning of your dream. You are going to become an animal. In chapter 5, Daniel had grown a little more. When the figure wrote on the wall, he did not even wait. As they called him, he just said, mene, mene, take care of us. God has come back there and that was it. Three days, two hours, no time. Growth. A time comes, you shut your eyes for a few minutes. You open it and you tell people the will of God about a matter. Yet you are not called into prophetic office. You are just a Christian. A time comes, you have not prayed about something. As people are talking, you know that this is error going to happen. Something happens so they just know. Don't get involved. Don't invest there. Don't do this. Why well, your spirit has been so trained that now is freelancing in that spiritual realm with ease. And it can search matters. The Bible said there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of God given them understanding. Your spirit can be so free and so have so much power over your mind that this is how it works. Logically, you are looking at something, but you know that there is more beyond your logic. This is not going to happen. Some people, by the reason of their experience, they knew that there was no problem with MMM. I didn't know anything about that. I just knew by the spirit. Somebody came to my office and told me, and sincerely, I had a lot of money I could have invested in. When the person finished talking, I just told the person straight away that this thing will crash and fail and many will lose their money. Not that I heard an audible voice. I just felt it here. That was why Paul would use the word, I perceive. There were moments that God spoke directly to me. He said, God said. But there were other times, he did not exactly hear from God. That second way is a, is a spirit. A spirit man told him that, no, there's a problem with this thing. 
and the Lord will prefer, the Lord will do more of leading you through your spirit than you hearing voice or seeing visions. Yes. Because God wants it. In an interview, how long do you stay to see a vision? But you can be there straight away, you just know. You want to say, don't say that. Say something else. Your spirit just said, I don't say that. You are around so people, your spirit will react. Get out of this place right now. Somebody is talking, yet you can say that this person is lying. <laughs> when I was in school, I think I was in 200 or 300 level then. My roommate brought his girlfriend from another school. I'm glad he's a Christian on Facebook. Now, he wasn't a Christian then. We we're four in the room. So he brought this girl. And I wanted to, I wanted her to sleep over so that they could do, I know, the room was divided into four, but just with cutting. So I remember I got up and I told him, now you know this will happen with me under this roof. I grumbled a little, then he told the girl. So, around, so he got a friend next floor. We're on the third floor. Got a friend, second floor, who said his roommates were not around, that they could come and do the stuff in his room and everything, and that they could sleep over. So, around 10, I just saw him alone. I think he came to pick something. So I asked him that, oh, where's your friend? I said he took her to the female hostel to go and sleep. That, uh, you know, when you corrected me, I felt that was the right thing to do. I said, oh, it's true, that's the right thing. When he turned, I just knew with my spirit. And you know what? Like an inspiration, the number, the room number just rose inside me. So I waited till 1 a.m. So I slept a little, prayed a little. 1 a.m. I got up. I went downstairs. And I saw the two of them. They are feeling they were now sleeping. So I went back to, I didn't wake this. I went back to the room. So in the morning, I asked him that, ah, your friend, I saw her, she went to India to sleep and everything. So I just wanted to be a little, so I just said that, uh, you know, there's a room under us that is uh, B49. It started sweating. As actually I was there at 1 a.m., I just left him. When I came out to his eyes, I said, you know, you know, I know I need to repent. I know I need to When the glory falls, there's no one to say. Why am I sharing this with you? They that wait upon the Lord, give your spirit man an opportunity to search. That means begin to, scripture, you know, got it well, but people don't know the meaning again. Have quiet time. What is mean of quiet time? It means shut up. After praying, prayer is not quiet time because you are talking. But prayer is a book called quiet time now. But they define it where quiet time means a time when you are not talking. For some people listening to me, music, worship will help to ascend or to connect. For some people, message will help. For some people, absolute quietness will help. But there must come a time or you must practice this second part of prayer. Where you are done what you want to say, now you want to download. Did you get what I've just said now? The Bible says when you do that regularly, you will always mount up with wings as eagle. See, it's in that place. 
all the scars you have re re received, sometimes you are in the place of ministering to the Lord quietly. I think I'm talking about ministering to the Lord next week. But you are in this place waiting upon the Lord. Maybe you just do it for 40 minutes. You come out. You have not heard any message. You have not heard any instruction. It does not look as anything has happened. But you know what? Many times, the Lord comes down or the anointing fixes what is wrong in your life without telling you. This why you notice that you come out, you are not discouraged, you are strong no matter what's happening around you. They shall run and not grow weary. I get what I'm saying. I will, not, I will tell you the truth as it is. It is not every time you ask God to speak that you will hear something. Sometimes it takes him a, a long time to talk. But you know what? As often as you visit the sacred place to wait upon the Lord, something happens to you. And number one thing is that your strength is renewed. Can I hear amen? So some seem never to faint at all, no matter what. Paul said, even in prison, he said, the thing that happened to me, they led to the furtherance of the gospel. He began to call himself Paul, the prisoner of Christ. As if he was happy about the whole thing. He said, some people started preaching to prick me. He said, you know what? I am happy that at least somebody is preaching. It takes an anointing to talk that way. A prisoner wrote free men. He said, rejoice. I said, I to rejoice again. Who needs that message? But he told you the secret. I wait on you. Lord, I wait on you. In the morning, you are in your room. Phone on one side. I wait on you. Lord, I wait on you. You are saying two things to him. I am not talking, Lord, to you about my knowledge, from my knowledge. So I'm not going to say, Lord, give me your do this. I just want to sit with you and take your own plan your pattern. I wait on you. Lord, I wait on you. I worship you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, you are no, you know you are so wonderful. And your spirit is soaring and moving. And moving. If you stay long enough, you begin to see things that when you started, you never saw. You begin to see. But the least that will happen to you is that guarantee from the Bible. There is a spiritual strength that comes on you to face the battles of life and not be tired. But the more you do this, the more the river in your spirit flows more. And after a while, you are so trained in it that as soon as you start, you hit another realm. I say this by the grace of God. It does not take me time to connect. You can begin to pray in the flesh. It's okay. But you will not hear anything. You will not move any stuff. You know, prayer is not limited to, Lord, do this. At times, you are releasing a spiritual force. You are joining the host of heaven at times to execute certain things in the place of prayer. I wish saints will know that the power that is in prayer is beyond sending God to do something. At times, you are the one. Bible said the effectual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. 
At times you are praying and you get to a point, you are aware of what you are saying in tongues. Even though you are praying in tongues, you are aware that this is what I'm addressing now. These are the things that the Lord wants to do. There is a girl that you have never met. She's dying in the hospital and the hospital is close to your house. You are just praying on your corner and the Lord says, I just want to use you to rescue that person. It gets to a point, you know you are praying for somebody in the emergency world right now. You have no knowledge when you started. But this is 30 minutes of your prayer. You are beginning to be aware of what they are aware of up there. It is then that it happens that the Bible says, I see you, so are we in this, on this hand. Yeah. It is in the place of waiting that you, you, you just come out of the place. A guy is talking, everything looks good on the relationship, but you know, there's a story I told, I told them, she's, she's my friend, I know her. And the mom, she's this quiet, prayerful woman. That she was dating an older lawyer then, she's, she's even a professor herself, an older lawyer. My friend's mom. And they were playing Ludo. And somebody, no, she went to the man's and they were just just and they were playing. And then somebody, and she went to open the door. Oh, she, but the man changed the game. She looked at it and her spirit said, This guy just, the guy said, I know, the guy, the guy laughed it and said, Yes, I changed it and I wanted to win you. And now we said, The more she was fellowship, but the more that thing stood. That it, it, it was a trivial thing. If my younger sister should play with me and she gets up, I will change the game. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? I trick my children. I mean, not, so, but did they just stay in that sweeter than no? I know what she went ahead and broke up with him. It didn't make sense to everybody around her. I just again was just playing with you now. She be told him, said I did it. Was very funny. She said she never knew what she did. She married another person who is also a professor now, and the marriage was okay. Gave out to five people, and life was wonderful until years after. At the front of the newspaper, one day, the name of this man who had now become a lawyer, in charge of a will of a family, one of the children bribed him and he changed the will, falsified the will. She said she held him and she began to cry. Almost 30 years after, the Lord, Bible says, when the Spirit shall come, He will show you things to come. Everybody said there's nothing wrong with this, but you just see through that there's a problem here. You can't even explain what you are saying, but you know what you are saying. So how do you know? Say, I, I just, it's just coming from inside. Many saints will become very powerful if we start practicing this. So I am telling the church again, begin to have quiet time. If you pray and do devotion in the morning, if quieter is not part of your devotion, find another time during the day. You come out with power. I get what I'm saying. It might just be 20 minutes a day. Start with what your energy can carry. If worship song will help you, please. When you don't know what to say, don't say anything. If you pray in tongues and you are tired of praying in tongues, keep quiet. Just be quiet in his presence. Let the song continue to play. Follow the rhythm of the song with your mind. And just keep worshipping him. When you are tired of what, just sit down there. Sometimes it's your flesh. Not to, I thought it's your flesh that is tired. Your spirit is never tired. So when the flesh is tired, even if you need to sit down in a chair, 
or lie down, sir. Just don't sleep. And you are playing a worship song or you are playing a message. It's not that you want knowledge per se, but you are just creating a presence around you. That purpose of what you are doing, you are actually connected to something and it will have effects. It will have effects. I found that the Holy Spirit is very sensitive to environment. It is true. I think it was this guy, uh, one young man, Anandes in America, that said the first time I was going to hear the audible voice, the only instruction the Lord gave him was to switch off the lights. And he said, Lord, why is he distracting you? Switch off, sit quietly in the dark. That was what the Lord told him. And he sat down there and the prayers of God filled the room. And he began to hear somebody talking. I said, so this is how the voice of the Holy Spirit sounds. Yes. He said, I didn't know this all along that he was born of a pastor. I didn't know. So just switch off the lights. Because your eyes are looking at everything in the room. Just concentrate. There's no question you want to ask about your life that you cannot get in your room where you are. This is written in the Bible. There's a pattern. Who shall ascend to the hills of the Lord? So it's like what we do in the place of prayer. The answers are up there, but you must ascend. There's a question you've been asking. At times, no pastor can even answer the real questions in your heart because they didn't create you. No matter how powerful the prophetic service is, it won't go around everybody. A prophet can come down from the stage and minister to everybody out of 2,000, 3,000, one-on-one. And even if he's going to talk to you by word of knowledge, he will only talk about an aspect of your life. Have you noticed that? What about other aspects? It is true. The Lord allowed it to be so, so that no number, you will not make a God out of any man. Because the best way God wants that, some question that you have in your heart, he wants to answer and he wants to be a direct connection between you and him. Because that way, you will gain what nobody can give you. And you know what, concerning you and your family, you'll be a Messiah forever. Yes. It might be after telling you, then he will tell you something about your son that will happen in 20 years. Somebody will even tell you not to tell your son. Let him move. Let him just grow normally. But you know something about his future that he does not know. And Lord will say, pray it into his life. That when the time comes, it goes that path and he does not understand why he cannot change it. Let's rise. Is somebody blessed this morning? They that wait upon the Lord. Lift up your two hands. For a minute, just worshiping. Pray in the spirits. If a person has a shop, an office, that things are not picking up, just set aside some days. Even if it's 15 minutes every day. When you enter, switch off everything. Sit down. Lift up your hands. If you need to place on, like I said, begin. If a message will help you to feel spiritual, pray it. But then, along the line, let there be this quiet moment where if there is anything authority, just worship or praying in tongues. Not praying in tongues, say, God, do this. No, it's just a prayer to connect. They are, diff- they are two different things. You are praying, but you are not praying in tongues to say, God, your mind is on, you are connecting. Oh, we give you praise, we give you praise. Jehovah, thank you. This is your business. This is your house, your house. I welcome you. 
Lord, I welcome you. Now, this in your city room, you are saying this. You this your house, and then you worship some more. After a while, information is coming. And when it starts, you lose consciousness of time. You are not conscious of time. You just lose, lose conscious. You are not just conscious of time again. That consciousness of the fact that uh, time it disappears. You are not conscious of anything again. Why something is happening? You look at the time. Then you pray for ten minutes. Lo and behold, you pray for forty minutes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory. Zuse balamande kalimandalabaya. Yasatalia barabaki daba. Zubra diko tokebo. Selimandalabaya barika. Even Saiba are not conscious of time again now. That time consciousness is going. You are losing the you are losing it. And it's good. Let this happen to many times as you pray, you lose conscious of time. You are not time conscious. It is the number one thing that makes people get tired and wearing player to be time conscious. But when the anointing is there, you lose conscious of time. Because something is happening. Blessed be your name. One more minute, pressing as you are here. I love demonstrating things at times. But it is possible the Lord can begin to even speak to people right now. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I'm going to say this to everybody. <laughs> And I want you to pay attention. If all you do, all you do is Jesus' name, Lord. I see a lot of people praying that way. I'm not against any church. But please, after that, also add the part I just showed you now. Where you are quiet, you are not using physical strength. You are doing more of listening. One of the appearances that Papa Egan had. It was a prayer meeting. They are finished. Everybody was praying. They were praying for a long time. They were supposed to have a powerful service. Then it rained heavily. And only few people came to church. So they just said, instead of, with pastor, like, instead of teaching, let's all of us just pray. So since we are very few, everybody come to the altar and stop. And everybody came and started praying. Egan to have prayed for a long time. He just got up and sat like a place like, he just sat down. So he wasn't praying anymore. He said he just began to sing in tongues. Zuke he said with his eyes open. At that time, you are not pressuring God. You are just released yourself to hear. He said he just found himself singing in tongues. And he was looking at all the people praying. And all of a sudden, he just saw the son of the living God himself. He appeared just like a meter away from him or so. And that was one of the greatest... Uh, lessons that Jesus gave him that appeared and told him something. Now, he said, part of what he had prayed about. Now, the Lord did appear when he was saying, but when he was singing in tongues, 
his wife had goitan she was and this was a healing minister but it wouldn't just she wouldn't just get healed people don't have ministers to have questions at times mama uh, again people knew that she had that thing on the neck her husband was able to walk on wheelchair, walk away from wheelchair, but the situation was there. And then later they said they would take her to hospital for operation. He said that he was praying. What I just told now, he knew in the spirit that if the wife should go to hospital, she would die under the knife. You know what? So they never talked about it. The wife too was praying one day and knew inside her that the day she gets to hospital, somehow the enemy will get to her and she will die there. But they never talked about it. They were people of faith, so nobody wanted to mention it. And you know what Jesus said? When they appeared, now, people have argued this, but the one that saw Jesus said, that was exactly what Jesus told him. He said, the information you picked in your spirits about your wife dying on hospital table, surgical table, he said, was right. He said, by destiny. Word of people argued, but it was the father word of anyway, he said, by destiny she should die on operation table that that was our law that was the way that was what he said she was supposed to he said but because you have asked me when this meeting is over my appearance i said go tell her to go to the hospital the operation will be successful and she will not die imagine now i also asked that people jesus did heal i just said tell her to go to the hospital it was then he got home and he told the wife that there now that the Lord has cleared the hair, you can go to hospital. That, uh, that was the first time the woman now also told him that they just didn't want to say this all along. That I know as I know my name, that if I had gone to hospital, I would have died there. Are you sure the Lord appeared to you? Now I can go. And the thing was successfully removed. So people ask that, why did just when he appeared to heal him? Well, when we went to heaven, we were asking. But I'm just telling you, that as he began to say, maybe if he continued closing his eyes, oh God, Lord, touch my wife, touch your dad. But when he finished, he sat down. Yes. Bible says, I haven't done all to stand stand. So there must come a time when you rest from, and then you just want the Lord to show you. Are there questions in your heart? Are there things around you that nobody can explain? Some that is how to know, Lord, why am I not married? Lord, why? 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 They said there's nothing wrong with me, yet I'm not having a child. Then all of a sudden, information rises. I have a child for you. He's going to rescue the nation. I can't just give you an ordinary boy. There are rules. Before you give out to the boy, don't do, don't, don't, don't do it. Because who you are going to give out to is different from other kids then you understand the code of conduct. Is somebody blessed this morning? Yes, sir. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your word. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. 
If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.